What's up, everybody? Uh, to all the fans of all of our different podcasts. Hello, everyone. Everyone's getting together. We're having a big old happy fun time. This episode's going to go out across all platforms. Moist Boys, Eight Days a Weeb, uh, Historic Materials, not Action Boys. Go look at some Action Boys. That's a separate thing. They don't care if we don't release episodes every once in a while. Well, you're probably not Zenny guy either. <laughs> Zenigata. We haven't done Zenigata in a while, so Zenigata, you get this too. Um, so since everybody's getting this, I feel like... I think I don't remember which podcast we've talked about this on, but we're selling our house. We're moving. We're moving. So everything's kind of up in the air. Everything's packed away, which is why it sounds away. like this. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. This is weird, but... You get to listen to us in a room. This is what it sounds like when we're in a room that doesn't have any... Um, sound treatment in it. Everything's stripped down to the bones. We don't have our individual microphones. Yeah. We don't have headphones. No headphones. <laughs> Who knows what this sounds like? If it yeah. sounds like anything. This is the most by the seat of our pants I think we have ever. Yeah, I ever literally been. was gonna just read you guys a list today, and you were like, "Wait, wait, wait! Put in the microphone." <laughs> yeah, just plug in the microphone. Like, let's go for it. So yeah. we're doing we're doing a listicle. We're doing a listicle today. Everyone's favorite kind of episodes to skip over. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> doing a listicle today. We're doing a listicle about movies, and I've already seen a couple of nerdy ones. So I was like, okay, cool, perfect. Just gonna just gonna work well for us. Yeah. So this is a list um, of twenty one times actors almost saved a bad movie by sheer force of will. So what is our take of this? Are we just... We're just reacting to... The list, I think? Okay. I mean, obviously they're going to be bad movies. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe they're... Maybe... We know BuzzFeed sometimes has trash opinions about things. Yeah. Maybe we'll agree. Maybe we'll disagree. It's no... What was it? Uh, inverse, the other thing we were reading. Ranker. Ranker. Ranker, Ranker is rank as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather do BuzzFeed than Ranker. Yeah. So, I don't know, that was pretty fun, though, just ragging on that. Oh, man. That terrible was, opinions. Yeah, that was fun, though. That was fun as hell. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and find it. It's Unhappy Endings, one of our... One of the episodes where we just had our minds blown. <laughs> this person's opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. All right, let's get into our 21 bad movies that had good actors who were just trying to save this damn movie. Sam Neill better be in here somewhere. Because okay, we'll you've been out. a lot of bad movies. Because the number f- the the first one on the list is Tom Hiddleston um, as Loki in Thor: The Dark World. I don't even think he was trying that hard. I'm no, not. Gonna nobody lie. cared about. No, no. He ah. phoned it in. He was barely in it for one. Yeah. And like, I don't know if it was like the writing was phoned in for his character. He that got. Was, he got. He just one... had to sit in a jail cell the whole time. Yeah, he gets one good scene, and it's it's kind of him it's also kind of just the set designer so this one yeah the reveal of his cell that yeah. he's trashed he's just trashed. after their mother got murdered yeah like that reveal is great but it's just him sitting there yep yeah that movie also began the trend of loki's doing a thing oh no he didn't oh here it comes again oh yeah. here it was oh what's gonna happen it's like i don't fucking care anymore <laughs> do the goddamn movie Alright. Number two. Viola Davis. Um, 
this if if it is what I think it is, I'm gonna throw as in a chair. Adeline Clark and know. Octavia Spencer as Minnie Jackson in The Help. E- no, no, abort, <laughs> abort. And no comment on that one from me. I've heard a lot of. Okay, so here's the thing. I like the way that. For a movie that is supposed to portray how black women felt at the height of the civil rights movement while working for white families, their voices are barely heard, uh-huh. while Emma Stone's character perpetuates the white savior narrative. Yes. 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 They have both, I'm this, pretty sure they both come out and just been like, yeah, I wouldn't do that movie today. Yeah. It is a bad movie because yeah. it does not represent what it should represent. No. Because considering it's called The Help, yet it's about the white lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, recently, uh, I w- was watching a terrible TV series that I mentioned called Little Fires Everywhere. <laughs> the only, g- like, there's, it's bad writing all over, but the only good good thing that, that it was in that is when Kerry Washington is like, white women white, white women always want to be friends with their, with their maids. And then she storms out. It's like, and they made a whole movie about how awesome that was. <laughs> and it was called The Hell. Yep. So... <laughs> I have not seen The Help. I kind of haven't seen it on principle at this point now. Kind of, yeah. Like, Same. I didn't I didn't see it when it first came out, and the more I heard about it, the more I was like, oh, absolutely not. I'm yeah. not. Nope. I've um, seen about 20 minutes on TNT, and it was it was entirely Emma Stone and Bryce Dallas Howard. So you didn't even get to see the part where she makes the shit pie? That might have been my... Nah, I don't know. Where she makes the 2020 pie? All I know is it was just the two of them. The two of of them sitting around... Being awesome white ladies? Well, no, because Bryce Dallas Howard is like the bad lady. Oh, I mean... Because she just wants to be the boss. So I will say this, though. Okay. (laughs) Octavia Spencer and Viola Davis are amazing actresses. Yeah. So I I can see how their performances would be trying... They sheer force of will of trying them to trying to make that. this movie better. And also, just like, throwing this out there, like, Bryce Dallas Howard and Emma Stone are also good actresses. Yeah. You just can't save a shit movie sometimes. Yeah. Oh, well. When the premise is wrong, you just can't. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, there's no making it right. Yep. Um, Meryl Streep. In literally everything she's been in the last 15 years. As the witch... In Into, Into the, the woods. woods, which is I have fi- I watched Into the Woods, and Josh doesn't get to have opinions. He hates musicals. <laughs> Never seen it. Um, I have seen Into the Woods. I've talked about this before. Yeah. I've seen Into the Woods done live, and it's an amazing show if it's done well. Yeah. Not when you're like, eh, he's a Hollywood actor. Let's just make him sing. And no. No. Stop fucking doing stop that. Stop that. Stop it. Stop putting Johnny Depp in things. Stop I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care if he was the one being abused. Stop putting Johnny Depp in things. Stop making James Corden being married to Emily Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's against the rule. It's against, I didn't watch it on principle of that. I'm sorry, but Chris Pine can't sing. Chris no. Pine can sing all right. Chris Pine can't sing in this movie. He can't sing this that type of music. No. Also, if it's not... Uh, what the fuck? What the fuck is her name? That was in the original show. <sighs> I'll have to look it up. But she's a famous stage actress, and but while we continue the list, okay. But I will have. 
Is she even in it enough to try to save that movie? I feel like... It's yeah, a, no, she's one of the main characters. Isn't? Yeah, it's about the witch a lot of the time. Yeah. Anyways, they're just saying she was a, she was amazing in it, but it, okay. the movie was mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, this is going to rise some... This is going to ruffle some feathers for you guys. Ready? Ooh. Michael Fassbender. Which one? Um, As Magneto in X-Men Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. I haven't seen Dark Phoenix because I've already seen Dark Phoenix and it was fucking wretched. In Apocalypse... Okay, I have I have some things to say about Apocalypse. <laughs> so, my, ish, my biggest issue is like a Magneto thing in Apocalypse. Um... So he has he has a wife and a daughter, mm-hmm. and they get killed by the wherever they are living, Poland or Germany or wherever. But they get like killed by the police after it's discovered that he's a mutant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes fucking bonkers, as he does, as he does, and like kills the cops. And then, so what happens is he save, he works in, like, a steel mill, and he stops um, a big, like, fucking, like, boiling metal pot thing from, like, falling on a dude. He just, like, stops it from happening real quick. And I think, I don't, I think he just, like, moves it out of the guy's way so it falls down and not on him. And he's like, okay, I don't think anybody saw that. The cops come. Obviously, somebody did see that. And so he goes back to the refinery in, like, his full-on rage. And you're just like, oh, he's going to, like, level this place around all of these people. Apocalypse shows up with the team that he has assembled to that point and is like, hey, bro, what's up? You want to be one of my four horsemen? And just, like, snaps his fingers and kills everybody in the building. Thus taking away... Magneto's, like, thing that he was just about to do. And then Magneto's just like, yeah, do you like nachos? And goes with him. And it's like, what the fuck? To be fair, I don't remember that movie hardly at all. So, here's the question, though. So, we all know it's a bad movie. He's not in it enough for either of those. But was Fassbender great? The the scene where they go to Auschwitz and he pulls it out of the ground. That's literally the scene in the photo. Yeah, that's a great scene. Fastbender. He has to pull Auschwitz out of. He like uproots all of the metal in that whole area. He just like uproots it all, and like it is Fastbender being emotional Magneto. Reckon House is always great, regardless of how bad the movie is. Yeah, that's um, Like, First Class, him, like, fully tapping into all the shit he's gone through up to that point, and, like, turning a giant satellite dish, like, fuck, that is a great scene. Um, yeah, that scene, that scene's really good, but it is completely undercut by the fact that, like, Apocalypse just wipes away his entire vengeance plan. And it's like, yeah. nah, bro, come come kill all the people for me instead. It's like, no, he just wanted to kill those people because they betrayed him. Yeah. Okay, so again, 
They agree that the movie sucks. <laughs> We're I know, just talking I just, about yeah. whether or not Fassbender was amazing. But, but I mean, the, the title of the thing is probably not what they originally started with. So, like, the conceit being almost saving a movie, I would say, he doesn't succeed on that because he's not in it enough. Yeah. I never thought I'd say this, but I feel bad. I wish Sophie Turner and had been in a better X-Men movies. Because, like, I feel like she does a good job in that. Yeah, I feel like she's good. Um, What's-his-name is hardly there even when he's on screen as Cyclops. So I feel like that was... Oh, yeah. The, the, I think the reason why I was excited about Apocalypse at the end is because at the very end, when you see them in their X-Men uniforms, like, ooh, that next X-Men, when they're in their uniforms, it's going to be fire, and then... <laughs> They never got into the. They never their put uniforms. on the uniforms again. Yeah. Oh, they put on they put on the shitty, the really just trash looking blue and yellow uniforms. Ugh. I don't, I don't know. They they looked great when Jim Lee drew them in 1992 <laughs> in a comic book, but like or 1967 when they created the X Men or 68 yeah. or whatever it was. But like the blue and yellow always looks trash in the movies. I mean, I would wear it. One of those. If, they, if someone got me that jacket, I would wear it. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> anyway, anyway, fifteen minutes about X Men later. Sorry, uh, that, <laughs> I just that is my biggest like gripe with that movie, and I immediately hated it from that moment on. Because that's not Magneto. Yeah. That's not a character. But that's because they needed him to be a bad guy until the last ten minutes of the movie, and they're like, "Well, we can't be make him a good guy at the end." Which at least they recognize that you can't have him kill a hundred people and then be a good guy at the end without any sort of contravening. Yeah. Where at least somebody understood you can't write a movie where a person is a bad guy and kills a bunch of people, and in the last ten minutes turns into a good guy, and you're just supposed to cheer for him. I mean, you can make, <laughs> you can do it if the point is he is less evil than the ultimate evil they are facing at that point. But uh, those movies don't have... They don't have any sort of like subtle nuance to them at all. No. I mean, when you have a movie literally created by pedophiles, I guess you can't expect can't expect too much too out of much it. Too much out of it. Alright, anyways, alright, moving on. Moving on. Are we ready? Okay. Hell yeah. So, Tom Hiddleston again. No! Stop with Tom. Don't, don't you dare say Kong Skull Island right now. Nope. Okay. Okay, wait. He's only been in two movies. He's been in Kong two Skull movies Island ever. and Marvel. <laughs> so, false. Because he plays Hank Williams in I Saw the Light. Oh, nobody. Nobody saw the light. Saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's disjointed and not great. And Didn't story, he direct it? And the story of musical legends falls into addiction isn't anything new. Apparently his performance was something, something. I'm going to say his accent was probably wonky. Yeah, I bet. Because a British guy playing a country singer. Hank Williams. Hank Williams. Yeah. I've heard that I've heard that his performance was really good, but nobody gave a shit about that movie yeah. except for him. Yeah. Uh, also, by the way, the advertisement for underneath this is Picard. Oh, no. Gross. How dare you? How Gross. dare Keep scrolling. Okay. What else we got? Number six. Octavia Spencer again. Okay, wait. Zoot. This one's going to be Suicide Squad. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's the only two movies I can think of. Ma in 
Oh, I was thinking oh. of... I was thinking of Viola Davis again. Because I always get their names confused. Because they're like, we need someone in this terrible movie to do a good performance. And those are the two that they always go with. Well, yeah. I mean, it's because they're great. Uh, yeah. Octavia Spencer and Ma. Is Ma real bad? Apparently Ma is not great. It's got some major issues with story and character choices. I mean... Didn't see it, can't, can't... But Octavia is a master of her craft and did the work and committed. Her character is fascinating to watch. What's his name, uh... From, uh, The Hobbit is in that? Martin Freeman? No. The guy that plays the, the village dad... In the second and third one, whose name? Oh, I the guy remember. who plays Bard. Yeah, Gaston. Yeah, the guy who barely has a face, let alone a name. Luke. Luke something. It is Luke something. It was, yeah. He was also Dracula in that movie. Nobody saw. Yeah, he was also the guy that created Wonder Woman. That movie that no one else ever that also no one saw. Wait, what? Uh, Doctor Marston in the Wonder Woman or something like that. With Rebecca Hall and him. Luke Evans. Luke, Luke Evans. Evans. Nobody's going to remember that. Nope. He's got two first names. That's He's, I mean, bullshit. Yeah. So does Chris Evans. <laughs> no, Number that's two. Chris. Number seven. False. Fight me. Harrison Ford. I mean, this is a good... Expendables 3. <laughs> what? Was it that? <laughs> yes. Okay, this can't be a movie from the last 15 years, because there's only one movie he actually applied himself in <laughs> in the last 15 years, and that was a fine movie. So let's hear it. As Mike Pomeroy in Morning Glory. Oh, no. That's no. the newscaster one, right? Yeah. Fucking pass. So awful. So insufferable. His life, his acting brought some life and laughter to the dull, straightforward plot. No, 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 no. I feel like that was the role where he was like, wait... Wait, I can just make money and just show up and not give a shit. Hell yeah. And then that's because that like, I'm gonna fly my plane. <laughs> right? Okay. That's not how newscasting works. <laughs> um, Delilah says she's done with your trash pants. Well, you know what? I'm done with her meowing all the Um No, that movie's awful. He's barely a he's barely nobody is anything in that movie. Nobody is a presence in that movie. No, I can't even um, Oh no. I can't even remember. Okay, is this because it's a good movie or because it's a bad performance? So I'm going to hide myself from your reactions. Oh, no. <clears throat> Let's fucking rage. Oh, by the way, real quick, before we continue on, Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. Was the woman oh, I was trying to think of. Into the Woods is oh, the okay. witch originally. Oh, I, yeah. And I feel like she's probably a better singer than Meryl Streep, because I don't think Meryl Streep is a singer. Yeah, she's not. I think only, sadly... I like Meryl Streep singing. Sadly, I think the only person in that movie that could actually sing was James Corden. Who like, has like a background of singing. I yeah. like Meryl Streep singing. Which is really weird. She's fine. It's just not my... Okay, the fact anyways. that we have to nominate her for an Oscar every year just because she didn't win for a long time is obnoxious, but... Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, lay it on me. No, I'm not, but let's... Adam Driver. Oh, n- No. No, no, no. Oh. If this is As Kylo Ren. Oh, no. In Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Fuck off. He doesn't do anything in that movie. He does absolutely nothing. His performance is so disconnected from the story they crafted around it that it is mind boggling. It's like. He does not react to anything that they. What they. 
edit, re-edited that movie to be. No. He showed up, he'd said his line. Like, what did he do in that? He shrugs, kind of. His shoulders must have hurt from carrying the whole movie by himself. Excuse oh, me? the fuck on. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> he played Kylo Ren's transition to Ben Solo perfectly and still made me care about his character in what was a very disappointing franchise ending. I still contend... They, they remade his mask because he refused to be on set for most yeah. of that movie. Seriously. That was, a bo- that was a body double. He was like, I'll do two days of voiceover work mm-hmm. in addition to what we've already shot. I'm not coming... This but movie doesn't make done. sense. Have you read the script? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why am I doing anything? I'm. Yeah, like, of all people, like, he saw the writing on the wall and peace out of that bitch as soon as he could. Because, <laughs> like... He's like, you know what? I actually gotta go make another movie. Gotta go peace. Because yeah. like, you have the intro and you have the ending, which I feel like they shot. That was like that was they they had planned early on. And then everything else they just kind of like pieced together as they went. Yeah. And he's in a mask the entire time. The only th- the only time that he's not like, outside of that is the Death Star battle, which is probably Death Star battle. Yeah, when they're fighting on the Death Star. Oh, it's just her, her and him, and then yeah. and then Leia. I'm dead now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm dead. Which that was probably something. Like there was probably some, but there was probably something else. I bet you in was the original. I bet you in the original, it was. It was going to be Han Solo's voice that did it. Yeah. And then Carrie Fisher died. They're like, "Well, let's make this Carrie Fisher now." Because he still shows up. Yeah. There. That, that would make sense where he hears Han Solo's voice. Yeah. And turns around to look like, what the hell? And then appears to him after he's brought back to life. That would be something. Okay, Delilah. The fact that they had to then, unfortunately, due to the very tragic loss of Carrie <laughs> Fisher, yeah. shoehorn a bunch of shit where, like... I don't know, because this was originally planned to be Leia's movie. But I, but I feel like that wasn't going to be what she did. No, it wasn't. This was going to be Leia's movie, as in she was going to have a very heavy presence. Yeah. Versus what And she was going to say had. goodbye to him at the end after the yeah. Emperor had died. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they planned a very different movie than yeah. what they had to And Adam oh, Driver was movie. like, I, you're going to seriously do this to this, like... I bet you he saw some, like, of the early, like, the recut Leia scenes. It was like, yo, this is whack. This, <laughs> I'm out of here. This is literally a YouTube video. So, yeah. Like, their premise is faulty <laughs> in, this, in this one. Also, if anybody carried this movie, it was fucking Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was the yeah. only one anyone You mean carried. the one who emotes and acts and looks like she gives two goddamns about what the hell she's doing at all times? Yeah. And was almost... What she does, what her character does is fine. What everyone else does to her is... is she got done... Everyone got done dirty in that. Yeah. yeah. So. Damn you, JJ. I defended you for ten years. For this is so what you did to long. me. long. All right, what's... What's it? Is it going to get worse or is it going to get Number better? Number nine. <laughs> Beyonce Knowles um, and Edge Selva. Um, As Sharon and Derek Charles in Obsessed. 
have wanted to see this movie. I still haven't seen it yet. I want to watch it. But that's because I don't do horror. I don't do thrillers. Uh, yeah. I have never even heard of it's this movie. It's got Allie Larder in it. And she plays a crazy white lady. 2009 or 10. Idris. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a very cute black couple. And he has an affair on Beyonce with Allie Larder. First of all, false. <laughs> and then... Um, she goes crazy and tries... It's just... Um, it's single white female? No, it's... No, that's something else. Um, what's that uh, Glenn Close movie? Oh, the one with ben, Michael Douglas? Yeah. The I Will Not Be Ignored Dan movie? Yeah. Where yeah. she boils the rabbit? Yeah. It's that. It's that, but... If Tyler Perry had written it. Oh, no. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did, because that seems like something yeah, he would do. Yeah, apparently the plot and dialogue are downright cringy. Can Idris Elba read? Because based on the movies that he's, he's been in, I, I'm begin, I have to wonder sometimes. Are you looking at who Allie Larder is? Yeah, so I looked up who Allie Larder She's is. She's from Hero. I mean... And I would zero out of ten percent. Like, zero percent chance. No. You're picking that over Beyonce. No. I'm sorry. I don't want to be a gross dude about it, but like, no. Still no. I know, but no, it's not, it's not so much ten out of ten, zero out of ten. Allie no, Larder's not, not bad I'm not, looking. I'm not saying she's bad looking. What I'm saying is... Also, you don't know how Allie Larder is from Heroes. I never watched Heroes. <gasps> what the hell? But what I'm saying is... She was also in... You have Beyonce. <laughs> You're not... Who are you... Who are you don't look at me. Jay-Z cheated on this woman. We all know this. Allegedly. Not allegedly. Is it not allegedly? Not allegedly. Is it actually like... Yeah, no. Be Becky with the good hair is actually a person? Yes. No, not allegedly. This is an entire album written to her husband for cheating on her. I'm... Just... At any rate, at any rate, I refuse me to believe. He looks like Jay Z. I refuse to believe. I'm that anybody would cheat on Beyonce. That Idris Elba has read any of the scripts for the movies he's been in. That movie, The Dark Tower, Hobbs and Shaw. Every movie he's ever been in that I can think of right now. Like he, that's it's he's been. I'm gonna look he's, up. His, he stopped re after after he started getting movie roles. After he had finished up with Luther, he was just like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'll just do it. I don't care. I did my one good thing. Now I'm just gonna be in weird, random shit all the time." Um, I'll give him Beast of No Nation. Oh, uh, Pacific Rim is fucking rad. Yeah. How many are you there? He's awful in it. No, he's so good. Isn't he in the one with Redhead? Julianne Moore? The babies aren't being born. There's a baby that's born. You mean Clive Owen? Clive <laughs> Owen? Why did I think I saw was in that too? No, I don't think so. Alright, let's... Anyways... Keep rolling. Uh, Rami Malik, that's how right? Rami Malik. Yeah, thank you. Rami Malik in uh, the Queen oh. movie. Oh. Bohemian Rhapsody. All right, here. Let's let's go through a quick, couple quick of these. Okay. He's in Thor, barely, and it doesn't count. Yeah. Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Yes, he was. 
Um, he is the highlight of that. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Grim is Stacker Pentecost. Fuck, the best fucking name. The names in that movie are awful. Oh, the dialogue is awful. The accents are terrible. Oh, yeah, Charlie Hunnam cannot hold down an American accent to save his fucking life. Um, he's in something Some called no, no Good Deed. Um, Beast of No Nation, I'll give him a pass on that, that's fine. The Jungle Book, eh, I can barely remember it. Um, I didn't, I didn't Star Trek it. Beyond was it was fine. Yeah. Dark Tower, terrible. The Mountain Between Us, awful. Um, Marvel movies don't count because he's just in all of them. Hobbs and Shaw, Cats. God, I forgot he was in Cats. Yeah, it's like, as God is my witness, Hobbs and Shaw is going to be the one FF movie we do. I've watched the fir the first. It felt like 20 minutes, but it was probably eight. And everything about those movies is the opposite of what I want movies to be. Absolutely. It is, like, everything that a movie could be that I don't like, those movies are. So what's the next name? So what's I already named the next name. Y'all just what decided was it? to go back to Edris Elba. Oh, sorry, yeah. We got, we got, got distracted. Uh, what was it again? Refresh my beer. Do you remember? No. <laughs> you both corrected me on how to say his name. Oh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Uh, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. I have seen... I've watched scenes from that movie, and if the entire thing is edited like that scene, I would have a goddamn stroke by the end of the movie. I have seen other scenes from that movie, and... I, he, he did the best he could acting around the horse teeth that they shoved into his face. That's what this whole list is about. People who just really tried. Really tried. But the but the but premise, can't save a fucking terrible movie because But it says almost and I feel like that performance was not good enough. I don't think that the almost is the word you should be focusing on here. But it's in the title. <laughs> You're gonna be about semantics right now. Yeah, I don't think I could sit through that movie. No. Okay, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Um, he is like the he's the he's the. It's gonna be World War Z. Harrison it's Ford not, of Generation no, X. Not World War Z. Okay. Um, in that case, it's gonna be. It's one of the oceans. Nope. No. It's not Ocean's Twelve. It's a newer movie. That was apparently terrible. I didn't know this. Ad Astra. Oh. That movie, boring as fuck. As Cliff Booth. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. I have never... I know this movie was nominated for a ton of awards, but I was bored out of my mind. Oh, Lord Almighty. Oh, sweet Jesus. I thought it was Leo's least interesting role, but Brad Pitt was awesome. I wonder how many things he ate. Right. I know. I know. I just said this about Ed Esther, and I was only saying that because I don't. I, w I wasn't writing it down because I would have a lot more. But anybody that that like cements their opinion of a movie as simply boring is stupid. <laughs> like if you're if like, I'm not. I don't think that's stupid at all. I have definitely watched movies and been like, nope, I'm bored whole time. But I'm sure it's like you could cut. You could think of a reason. Like, Ad Astra is 
incredibly unfocused. It doesn't say what it want, what it thinks it's saying. There's and, lasers being shot. Okay, on but the these moon, are though. Tumblr posts, like not Tumblr posts, but they're. But someone got paid for that, like our Reddit post. No, they're stealing people's posts from Reddit. Oh, then never mind. It's that a makes compilation sense. one, I think. Yeah, it's from a bunch of different people from Reddit. Oh, these are the worst kinds of boss people. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so this is just some some doofus on Reddit that was. Yeah, like, this movie was boring. Yeah, we're just dunking on doofuses at this, so, okay. I mean... By the way, we're dunking on doofuses. BuzzFeed Rider, doofus, same difference. Yeah. Okay. Um, Number 12. Yeah. Well, sh- long, short story, we didn't see it, so we have no idea. I was yeah. saying, I've never watched movies. But, like... I've never seen a Tarantino movie, period. Yeah. So, number 13... 14. 12. Tw- oh, my number God. Number 12. Whoops. Zac Efron. No. False. Baywatch. Neighbors. Nope. Nope. Uh, thir- this is this is how you know we haven't watched this because apparently I thought a lot of people. Would be the like, one with Matthew Perry. Nope. That's called Seventeen again. Seventeen again. Thank you. And no. And also terrible movie. I'm <laughs> nothing good to say about that. <laughs> Zac Efron is... as Ted Bundy in oh. Extremely Wicked, Shocking, Evil, and Vile. Oh. I did not hear, yeah, I skip. <laughs> skip, but like, yeah, I did not hear great things about that movie. It just came out at the same time as the Bundy Files on Netflix. And yeah, it was like, it was like, hey, how about we not how about too much Bundy? this? Yeah, like, can we just not focus on this? Yeah, Ted Bundy is a pretty cool hot guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Movie's pretty underwhelming and didn't have a great story arc, but Zach Efron was incredibly thorough. He didn't have a great history. Didn't have a great story arc. <laughs> <laughs> he perfectly captured Bundy. It's worth watching just for him. Did this, okay. Does this person know Ted Bundy and is able know. to? Uh... You know who should be on this? Actually, it was a really great show. So, and it's not a movie. Never mind. You know, it's really. You know, no, we're gonna go into this. You guys gone like, into fifteen minute rants like about fucking... shit all the time. Go for it. Um, you know who played a great serial killer? You know who played a fucking fantastic serial killer? Mads Mikkelsen. Darren Chris. Darren Chris had, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he is a real serial maybe killer. Maybe he is a real serial killer because, because he does it like way too good. So well. Was that the uh, the Versace? Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. <laughs> no. The man who assassinated Giovanni Ribisi. No. Um, Whatever happened to that guy? I mean, he's on that Sneaky Pete show. Yeah, he's still doing stuff. Hey, it's back to the How did that guy get famous? That's it's one of those Cinderella stories. Yeah. But yeah, Darren, Darren Chris is real good in that. Didn't see it. Can't. What? Oh, okay, we got it. We didn't finish it. We as didn't we've, finish it. It's terrible, but... I mean... As we've he mentioned... He kills Versace. Yeah, that's, that's how it went. Yeah, and then he kills himself. And, like... Like, once we learned, like, how it actually ends, it's like, oh, now I don't care. Because it's the... Now we're, like, missing the whole, like, getting caught part. We just yeah. didn't watch him get caught, and it's like, guess what? I can read it. That's fine. Yeah. To be fair, as we've mentioned before, it was there's a period of time where it's nearly impossible to watch FX shows unless you had FX on cable. We were watching on This was a Netflix. Netflix one. Because it's, uh... Because the same as the OJ one. Yeah. But it popped up on Netflix. Which was also on FX. Something yeah, for, somehow something this crime. one came... 
this one. What's it called? Something crime. It's like true crime. American crime. American, American crime. crime. Yeah, for some reason this one was on. Assassination of it. I think they both have become on Netflix. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anywho. Number thirteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Javier. Bardem. Thank you. Skyfall. Skyfall as Raul Silva in Skyfall. The one that people say is the best James Bond movie ever made? <laughs> I'm a big James Bond fan, but this movie would have been completely meh if not for Bardem's incredible supervillain performance. You mean every James Bond movie he ever made? He should have won tons of awards for that role. Name one James Bond movie that doesn't hinge on the, on the villain. It's impossible. Because that's all you watch. You watch it for the bad guys and the gadgets. You watch it for... I'm sorry. I watch it you for watch those... You watch it for them titties. You watch it for them titties. Also, and their crazy-ass names. Yeah. I mean... Octopussy? Come on, guys. Come on. I mean, to be fair, her name was Pussy Galore. Pussy Galore. <laughs> um, fucking... I don't remember exact... I don't remember Femke Jensen's, like, first name, but her last name was Onatop. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> I didn't realize how how actually like Christmas Jones that was uh, de yeah dead on the fucking <laughs> Austin Powers names were they were just like way more on the nose but like the James Bond names were pretty fucking close yeah it's like her oh name my was God. Pussy Galore yeah his name was Odd Job yeah what the fuck. <laughs> And he had Random a razor sharp bowl. Random task. Show them what you do. Here we go. Here's when you're gonna both disagree with it. Yeah. Okay. I'm about fifty fifty so far. Also, to be, I also have to call myself up for this. Never seen a James Bond. No, you haven't. Will Smith. No. We this, as we we just had this conversation recently. Will Smith has not been in a good movie in twenty years. And Margot Robbie. And Suicide Squad. As Deadshot and Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Wrong. Ooh. Would you say that they were the best part of that movie? Is that what you would Will say? Will Smith <sighs> is barely a thing in that movie. He's like, he's in it. He's like the quote-unquote main character because it's Will Smith and like you pay him $25 million to be in your movie and you're going to put him in the front of the movie. But like, what are, what are we, some kind what? of suicide squad? <sighs> apparently they had super good chemistry. They so good. good that they apparently fucked. The uh, character? The was so quiet. It no, like them. That's weird. They didn't what? have any scenes together in that movie, hardly. They have like two lines of dialogue together. Wait, what? Apparently, I don't know. I Josue and I were talking about. It. He was on Twitter earlier today, and apparently that was the thing that like came out, which is possibly why. Like he was like, "Hey Jada, go have your affair with what's his name," and so she went and like slept with the dude, and now they're like they're stronger than ever. I mean, I'm sorry, Jada Pinkett Smith slept with a random dude. Yeah. Once you get once you get into Scientology, they don't really just let you out. So, oh no, are they Scientologists? I have to. Something they something weird is happening there. Yeah. Like when you have your teenage children hanging out with like random older guys on beds without shirts on, something's going on. Yikes! 
Yikes. Anyways, famous YouTuber things. Will Smith. Uh, also, super great chemistry. I used to. I have soured on Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn as of late. After watching Birds of Prey, I'm just like, I'm kind of over it now. <laughs> Her Harley Quinn. Having seen neither of those movies, her Harley Quinn is everything that I hate about people's depictions of Harley Quinn. Yeah. So, this is my favorite argument. Because Harley Quinn is a motherfucking scientist, guys. She's a psychiatrist who goes to help the Joker and then... Becomes obsessed with him. Oh no. I have a lady boner for him now. Yeah. And it's not even, and that's what people are like, oh, she became so in love with him. No, she became obsessed with him as a subject to where she literally lost all reason. Mm -hmm. And views that obsession as romantic. Mm -hmm. And he is and nothing he but terrible. Exploits to her. it. Yeah. He exploits it. And they, and like in the comics and other, sh and in like TV, animated TV shows, she wakes up to that and goes, what the fuck am I thinking? Yeah. Which is great. But anybody who is listening to this right now who may be for some reason still on the like Joker and Harley hashtag goals. Gross. Grow the fuck up. Gross. Have there been any good couples in big budget movies recently? I can't think of any. Like all the big ones, like the biggest film, none of the Disney ones, of the like the live action quote unquote adult stuff yeah. oriented stuff, like either it doesn't exist, it's really weird, or it's just like awful. I, yeah, it's, I, it's just I don't even know. Yeah. Oh. oh Lord! Okay, here we what? Slap it on the table. Okay, no, but it's. it's the one after this. I'm sorry. Okay. So here's two. So here's number 15. Tim Roth. Okay. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Mm. <laughs> I've never seen that again. No the, the problem is that the bar is set so low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> The blonde woman who would they tried to make a thing for a minute and it didn't work out because she couldn't say her lines. Yeah. Um, uh, directed by Tim Burton. Huge red flag there Huge for me. Huge red flag. <laughs> um, I'm going to say he does the best he can. I would, I would, I would give uh, my boy, uh, what's his name? Michael Clark Duncan? No. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. is not bad. The two of them, they do okay. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan, they they made a big deal about him being in that. And he's he's hardly in it. in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I would say there's a uh, Helena Bonham Carter weird as always. Yeah. So, I'm going to say it almost on counts. The, based on the very premise of this whole thing, no. But... He does. He does what he can. Yeah. 
if they had renamed this list to something reasonable, we wouldn't have clicked on it. So we're going to rename this list to actors who... Good performances in good bad movies. Good performances by actors in bad movies. Bad movies. Yes, and this, that, I feel like that would qualify. Yeah. Um, this one does not, in my opinion, and I think I'm the only one who's going to have an, a major opinion. Uh, Anna Kendrick. Um, immediately no. As Jessica... In the Twilight Saga. I beg your fucking pardon. Is is she even a character in those movies? <laughs> yes. Is she not a, a good character in any way, shape, or form? Is she a good character outside of Oh, Bella is so cool. And uh, that's all. That's all the three of them do, right? No, no, they do that at first, and then they go, Oh, Bella's not so cool. Actually, Bella's cool. Jesus fucking Christ. And it's terrible. <laughs> the end. Like, she's like 20th build in that movie, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. She's... Like, does she get more than 10 minutes of screen time across the whole series? Across the movies? I don't know. Like, go with, like, which is it Dakota Fanning? Which Fanning is in those? Yeah, it's Dakota Fanning. <laughs> go with her, Michael Sheen. They also only get, like, 20 minutes of screen time. No, Michael Sheen immediately gets taken out of any sort of uh, contention for that because of the fucking laugh he does in those movies. <laughs> um, Can you do the laugh for us? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the red-haired woman that plays one of the sisters? I would put her over Anna Kendrick in that series. Okay, sounds good. Great. Perfect. Moving on. Bella Thorne. Number 17. Owen McGregor. Uh, the Star Wars prequels. As Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars Episode 3, no. Revenge of the Sith. As we've already discussed on this podcast, that is the second best of the prequels. It is the second best of the prequels. That's only because two exists. Yeah. If two didn't exist, it would be the worst of the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say I, would say I agree with this one. He tries so hard. He really does. He is trying to make a good movie just by sheer force of fucking will. He acts his ass off in this movie. <laughs> he, yeah, I'll give him that. And he does the voice. Mm-hmm. He does he's the got the voice. haircut. He's yeah. He looks. He looks the shit. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. He acts fucking circles around everybody else in this movie. The unfortunate part was. He was in this movie. Yeah. Like, the, the, the movie happened. Like, yeah. not him. He was great. I know everyone says the Revenge of the Sith is the best of prequels, but that's only if you're an edgelord. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. The way his eyes welled up when he called Anakin his brother. He does. He acts his ass off. Mm-hmm. The, the only Jimmy good thing... Smith's almost, almost tries in these movies. Almost tries. But he's just like... I'm in a fucking blue room talking to nothing but cartoons. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? The problem with him is that he only talks to Yoda the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jimmy Smith can't do anything. He can't do anything. He's like, this, this tennis ball? This is what you want me to fucking talk? Fuck. Yeah. How am I supposed to have to talk with a tennis ball, guys? Who acts off a tennis ball? The... At least give me Andy Serkis in here. Yeah, but like, he, I, I, would, I would say, like, Jimmy Smith's, Ewan McGregor, 
Anything other than that, like nobody else. Garbage. Gave a sorry, Hayden Christensen. I, you get thrown. Sorry, in the Natalie Portman. Sorry. Also garbage yeah. in this. Also, she was garbage in this. Like she kept, she puts in performances, and she did not no, in these. No. The, I I I want to say I don't know if this is for certain, but I want to say that George Lucas does not do line readings off screen for the actors. I'm pretty like sure he just never like a read through. Yeah, no, like because like usually when you're doing like this, like you have someone off standing off camera reading the lines, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't do that. He's just like, "I'll just read the lines, I'll read the lines on the script, and we'll just we'll edit it together." Because it because it never seems like they're responding to something. It's always just like, "Here's a line of dialogue. Here's Can another line of dialogue." Yeah. Um. But the only the good thing that come out of the prequels. Is that there was an edit on YouTube uh, from uh, New Hope where Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi are having their conversation. And every time uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, talks about the past or whatever, it'll be like, it'll do an, like, an overlay with that, with the scene from where Ewan McGregor is screaming at Anakin. You are my brother, Anakin. He's like, what was my dad like? And he's just, like, screaming at him as he's burning <laughs> You weren't supposed to be the chosen one! Your father was an excellent pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, number 18, number 18, folks. 18. Jennifer Lawrence. No. Oh. As Joy in Joy. Never saw it. Could not care less. She was Joy Mango. Okay. Man. Joy Mangoes. Yeah, it looks like mangoes. Joey, Joey, manga, no. <laughs> jo, jo, so she's, she's the one jo, that created Joey, the Swiffer. Joey Manganello. Yeah. The the dude who's gonna play Deathstroke. No, it's Joy. She's Joy. First of all, it's Stephen, uh from Avatar. Stephen. No. Stephen was, Lang. No, he. Never mind. He he was in the ship. There's too many different. There's like five different death strokes in the DC mm-hmm. thing right now. Yeah, I can never like, remember which one. Matthew <gasps> Bennett is the one from Arrow. Uh-huh. And he that guy's aces. That guy needs to be in more things. Mm-hmm. He was just what was he just recently in? That name is Was he just in something? I feel like I just saw him in like a movie or something. I'm gonna look it up while Heather he was in that tells shitty us why. MTV show about myths and legends and cool surfer dudes who gotta go on quests with princesses. He was in the Marine with John Cena. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Um, he was the, he was the... The Shannara Chronicles? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, are you talking about the Shannara Chronicles? Yeah, I just couldn't remember what it was called. The one with elves? Yeah. He was in the Sinbad. The Dungeons and Dragons show? Basically, yeah. Sinbad and the Minotaur. Oof. Yikes. Moving on. Eva Green as Angelique in Dark Shadows. No. Fuck that movie. Timber, they, you don't put two movies by the same director on these fucking lists. There's only 20 something choices. Especially if they're both Tim Burton. Like that movie is one of the, one of my most hated memories of going to the movies I have. I hate that movie so much. <laughs> so Everything Eva Green is- wasn't good in it? No, nothing is good. That that movie is bad from top to bottom. And she doesn't even go topless in it. Or bottom. Or bottom. 
Number 20. Anyway. Denzel Washington. Um, Deja vu? Let's see. What else has he been in recently? Fences. Nope. It's an older movie. An older movie? Training Day. Nope. Uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Think about a terrible Denzel movie, guys. All of them? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Man on Fire? Nope. Talk about it. Denzel Washington is John in John John Q. Q. That movie's fucking great. Don't even. I fucking love that movie. But why? I don't. That's one of those things. I don't know. One of my favorite actors with the (laughs) awful dialogue, cheesy supporting characters, and ridiculous premise made for some cringeworthy moments. That's why Jonathan loves it. He eats I, that shit. I up. eat that schlock up. So, like I fucking love that movie. I fucking love K Pax. Oh. There's a reason he likes what what fucking movie did we just watch that I'm already trying to like Broken Arrow for my I fucking love Broken Arrow. <laughs> like I love some shit movies. The problem with John Q is that it has James Woods and the guy from Entourage in it. Yeah, it does. Apparently, Denzel saves John Q from being laughable. No, it's you laugh the whole time. It's a laugh riot. You got fucking Robert Duvall. God, it's good. I can watch it. Go okay. watch John Q, people. <laughs> so the only person who's going to have an opinion about this last one. Did that movie come out on your birthday? There is something. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Fuck, I'm going to look it up now. What if it did? So the only person who's going to have an opinion about this last one... Is Josh. Uh-oh. So gird your loins, Jonathan, because he's going to explode. Oh, no. Finally, Miss Judy Dench as... M? Old... Deuteronomy? In Cats. <sighs> oh, no. That movie is so baffling... The things they decided to do, like the what the the decisions that went into that movie about what should be cat-like and what shouldn't, was so bizarre. Because everyone eighty eighty nine percent of the time they're walking around on two feet, and it's human feet because they forgot to, to finish the CGI with their human feet and their human hands. Okay, real quick, going back, it did not come out on my birthday. Okay, it came out on February fifteenth, two thousand two. God damn, 18 years ago. So I was going to say, 2002, I was 14. Why did I fucking love this movie? <laughs> I don't to, know. Did you see it on your birthday? I don't know. Maybe we rented it on my birthday. I don't remember. But I... Because at 14, this is like the peak of filmmaking. This is just like... These are Who actors it? acting. It's uh, Nick Cassavetes. Oh, that's sad for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everybody in this, except for maybe, like, there is a... Fuck, I can't remember his name. But the fucking uh, Kevin Connolly. God, that guy is so awful. That dude is a little heavy-handed with his, like, yeah, the HMOs and, like, all the fucking bullshit are the real problem. Like, John's not the problem. Um, I don't know. And then there, yeah, there are some, like, real bad lines of dialogue delivered by James Woods because he's shit. Um, but for some fucking reason, (laughs) I do not know why, 
But goddamn, did I love that movie. What? The film Cats made me watch Sir Ian McKellen drink milk out of a big bowl that was just like sitting on a shelf and he's just looking at standing on two legs just looking out of it like a wearing a big ugly coat like he looked like a homeless man with a hood up looking out of a bowl and I was like why is this happening to everybody <laughs> and as mentioned before Idris Elba is in that movie so that tells you whether or not it's a good movie <laughs> it's not that's so what? What do they? What a what? what show your work. What trash opinions do they give? Explaining why this is the way it is. <clears throat> Cats was a disaster, but I was impressed with Judy Dench's performance. It was pretty much the worst movie I have ever seen, but she, but she as Old Deuteronomy was really well cast. I mean, really well cats. Yeah. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. Question. Uh, is she the one that they give up to the aliens? Yeah. No. No. What? She's the one that decides who goes to the aliens. She oh, sees okay. memories, doesn't she? No, Ooh. that is also... That's, um... That Jennifer right? Hudson. That's Jennifer That's Hudson. That's right. Who just oversings it she sings directly Rick, into your fucking ears. Rick, Ricker, Ricker, what's that cat's name? God, it's been forever since I've seen it. The cat that sings the name is the cat. Like, if there's a song that's the cat's name, the cat that is named is the one that sings it. Every time. What? Were those words that just came out of your mouth? You, you said, what, was it, did Old Dune Army sing and you're about to name one of the cats? And I was saying, no, because no, the I'm cats... No, I was saying, what was Jennifer Hudson's cat's name? <sighs> Uno momento. Um, old whore, something like that. Because <laughs> Ricker, Rickham, Rickasham, or something like that. Skimbleshanks. Skimbleshanks. <laughs> oh my god! I, I'm sorry. I just have to read off the read, Do it. read off them names real quick because yeah. they are doozy. We got Monkastrap. Who was Monkastrap? That's Robbie Fairchild. The fucking listing on this is completely backwards, I'm going to assume. Because <laughs> these are fucking extras that are getting top billing on this shit. Maybe it was just on my appearance order. I no doubt it. Cause, no, uh, IMDb is just fucking trash. Uh, what's her name was the very first one you see. Um, let's see, we got... Some of these are just like, oh yeah, Demeter, Plato, Socrates, Victoria. Um, Victoria, to, she's the main one. Oh, she's the main one? I think. Who plays her? Francesca Hayward? Yeah, she's the main... They oh, created okay. her for the movie because they decided, you know what this movie needs? There's another... A story. Another... Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's got a story! They ruined it. Yeah, but you got... The uh, story isn't... I mean, anyway. Macavity. Teaser. No. Mungo Please. Jerry. God, no. <laughs> uh, Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger, that's the one I'll try to Buster for Jones. Jeez. I'm gonna bust it for Jones after I do a Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> like Macavity. Yeah, Griddlebone. I'm gonna bust it for Jones in your Macavity. Jenny Skimble, Any Dots. Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat. Sorry, what was the one you said? Jenny Any Dots. Jenny Any Dots. That was uh, Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Wilson. I Grizzabella. <laughs> That's her name. Yeah, because oh, yeah. she's gri old and grizzled. 
Um, all of these cats are I, just named Chorus. That's weird. I like Bustifer Jones. <laughs> Growl Tiger. Gonna so stupid. Who's Ian McKellen play? Gus, Gus the Theater Cat. Yeah. He should have been... I don't understand why... Not knowing anything about this date. Like, I know why Grizabella gets it. Because she's introduced and you feel... You're supposed to feel bad for her, but instead you're just like, why... Memories. Gus should have gotten it. I'm just gonna... Just gonna yeah. throw that out there now. Should have got got. Like, he's gonna die before he goes up to the aliens. Like, Grizabella's got some time left. Yeah, but she's so heartbroken. I'm gonna come out swinging and say Rum Tum Tugger should have gotten it because it's Jason Derulo and fuck that guy. No, going to the aliens is a good thing. Oh, well then nobody should have gotten it because these people all fucking suck. That the other baffling thing about that movie, and it has nothing to do with her performance, which was not memorable in the slightest is that all the backing tracks sound like those bizarre karaoke song music things you hear on YouTube. I like that Socrates and Plato were played by twins. Were they? Yeah. Or at least brothers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, is that the ones where they're wearing... Are those the ones that wear shoes? I'm oh, fucking out. Do they look I'm like... looking at their real-life pictures. Do they look like street dancers? I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure those are the ones that are wearing shoes. Because they're tap dancers? Yeah. Uh, no, they're wearing well. They're wearing uh, Converse All Stars. Okay. Chop Taylors for those uninitiated. Yeah. Chop Taylor. And also like baseball cap, like fresh, fresh Prince of Bel Air style baseball caps. It's really confusing. What the fuck? Skimble Shanks is wearing overalls, or not overalls. He's wearing railway pants with suspenders. The actor who plays Skimbleshanks, like, doesn't even have a picture. I mean, most of it was... So what's the story, then, with Francesca Hayward? What's the story? The... It's... She is... She gets thrown out of a car... As it, and she's in a bag, and she gets thrown out of the car... Of a, of a car as it drives past the alleyway where all the cats live. And then... She goes around talking to all the cats and gets introduced to the cats. And then old Deuteronomy says that Grisabella gets to go up to space and then the movie ends. That's the story of cats. Yikes. And then everyone goes outside to the big fountain and then... I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say Judy Dench doesn't get it because she did not refuse to look directly into the camera and sing a song about what cats do for five solid minutes, five interrupted minutes where that was the second most uncomfortable character stares into a camera for a very long time. Um. So I've- Victoria wasn't a, a new character. Really? No, she was just given more of a... She was just given a little bit more background. Victoria is in the original musical. But she was just like a chorus cat. She's got a name, so I would say not really. She has a ballet solo. Yeah, but a lot of characters have names that don't actually say their names in the show. Like Socrates and Plato. <laughs> um, 
So I might as well spoil it now. There's a movie called The Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks as... Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Not a good movie. Oh, no! It's not a good movie? Not really. Bummer jams. Because um, it, it's... Most of the movie is... Well, it's about um, the guy writing the article, right? It's about Perry Mason writing the article about... Oh, fuck. It is that guy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. So most God. of the movie is him being upset about his dad, Chris Cooper, for not being a good dad. And you're like, where's Mr. Rogers? Where's, where's, where's Mr. Rogers? Rogers? But give me that Mr. Rogers. The two, the two most baffling parts about that movie is, one, is where Perry Mason, Jonathan Reese... Is, that just, is it just Jonathan Reese? Yeah, because it's not Jonathan Reese Myers. Yeah, because that's the guy from with Paris from Paris with Love, yeah. starring John Travolta. Jonathan Reese has a nightmare where he's in the land of far, far away. Oh no! At the size of the puppets. Oh. Oh. And he's no. talking to the puppets, and then like Mr. Rogers comes out and is talking to him, and I'm like, why is this happening right now? This is oh, so. Big. And he gets like a pie to the face or something. It's like oh, so it's a really weird. And then there's another part where Mr. Rogers asks him to go out to lunch with him. And so they're like sitting in a diner and Jonathan Reese is really upset because it's like his, he's got a girlfriend who's going to have a baby and he doesn't talk to his dad, Chris Cooper. And like, he's angry all the time. Which part of that makes him the most upset though? Is it that he has a girlfriend who's going to have a baby? Cause that's a whole other <laughs> issue. He just seems to be angry about everything in general. So what I'm hearing is, it's not just Perry Mason, where he just plays a sad sack of shit the entire time. No, it's everything That's I've just ever him. seen him in. And so they're, they're sitting in this diner eating lunch, and then Mr. Rogers is like, Well, would you please just take a moment of silence with me? We could just sit here and be comfortable and everything. And then so Jonathan Reese is like, okay. And then so they say, I can't remember if he closes his eyes. I think he closes his eyes. And it's like they have like this moment of silence thing going on, and then it's like so it's like a a two a two shot on the on the like a medium shot on both of them facing each other at the dining at the diner table, and it like slowly pans out, and you can see like everyone else in the diner is also having a moment of silence with them at the same time. I'm like this is this is kind of weird, and then it like and then it goes back to a close up of Mr. Rogers, and then he looks directly into the camera's like. What about you? Would you like to do this with me too? It's kind of nice just being relaxed and having a moment of calm and silence. And he just stares at the camera for a literal minute of actual time. Edward, like you're just looking at Tom Hanks's face as Mr. Rogers while he wants you to have a moment of silence where you relax. I was just like, this is making me so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I am the opposite of relaxed right now. Yeah. That was, like, that's one of the most baffling. But, like, other than that, the movie's kind of, like, if it, if it had not been, like, if I did not have the the memory of Mr. Rogers as Mr. Rogers, yeah. that movie would have been less than nothing. But it's, like, <laughs> it's barely a movie. So, yeah, that's... That's my... That is the story of how <laughs> the story. America's dad tried to murder Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Um, I'm just now remembering that we were recording this. Uh, hey! It's harder to remember that when you don't have the, like, the microphone The mic and everything, like so all the like, apparatus around you. Yeah. Um, folks, uh, apologies for everything that just happened over the last hour. <laughs> 
I tried to make an easy episode. <laughs> It came out weird. It, it's, it was. It was. A, this is a, a strange. It's strange to do. It'll probably be strange to listen to. Um, you know what? Uh, but we got we got Delilah uh, bearing it all, <laughs> stretched out as far as the eye can see. Um, I'm gonna put a. We're gonna put a. We'll do. We'll look, go into our Instagram if you want to take a sneak a peek at the old at some unmentionables as. What was Delilah? Um, so this is a cat we're talking about, by the way. Yeah. it's a, You've probably heard her opinions about things you've been talking about. Yeah. So um, we definitely bemoan her existence on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, for all of our various listeners, um, Zen, um, Zenigata and Eight Days of Weeb, uh, His Dark Materials, and the Moist Boys podcast, uh, we're gonna come. We're, we'll go back to regular episodes. Uh, hopefully, pretty soon. Hopefully, pretty soon. Um, if all goes well, then we'll at least have a couple of weeks where we can kind of half put things back together, or at least have a more have a better setup. We'll at least try to keep our microphones like at within our arm's reach. Yeah, and not tucked away in the recesses of. Essentially, we're living in a show house right now. Yeah. We're living in the model house. We're living in the model house. We've we've tucked our cereal into the fake turkey. <laughs> um, for those of you that watched Arrested Development back in the day, that one's for you. That one's for you. Um, but yes, uh, so uh, stick around. Don't give up on us yet. We are we're still out there kicking the kicking the tires and lighting the fires. I don't know why I just. <laughs> Quoted Independence Day, uh, and all the worst, the worst characters. <laughs> like you know what? You know who has the most iconic line in that movie? Look at Harry Connick Jr. I mean, he does he does do a Martin Luther King impression in that movie for some reason. Oof. Um, yeah, somebody let that. I mean, Roland Emmerich. Was yeah. Like, you're going to do the accent, and it's going to be amazing. The movie is going to be great. <laughs> um, and he was mostly right, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> head on over to Moist Boys on Instagram uh, to take a peek at uh, Delilah doing her thing, and uh, to keep keep up on all of our uh, all our Instagrams, all clips from the shows that are deemed more safe for work than. I'm pretty sure putting the sex number as one of your uh, tags on your episode <laughs> probably doesn't help with your uh, automated. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but episode sixty-nine got pretty got pretty salty. Yeah, so check that out. Um, but until next time, uh, stay safe and wear a goddamn mask. <laughs>